Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the North Boroughs Beat, the podcast that focuses on Pittsburgh's North Boroughs. My name is Judy Pastor, and I'll be your host. Today is June 7th, and we are recording at the Soundcastle Studio in Bellevue. This episode will have two segments. The first, about the up-and-coming Bellevue music scene, and the second, about what is happening at the North Boroughs Wide. So let's get started. We can float our troubles up the Ohio, toss them in and far away they'll go. And if your cares are the heavy to drift, I'll be your friend, I'll be your lift, so let's float our troubles up the Ohio. I am happy to welcome Mark J to the podcast. Mark is a man who wears many hats, singer, songwriter, sound engineer, small business owner, and youth pastor. Mark is the owner of the Soundcastle Studios here in Bellevue, where we are recording today. Mark, you have had a long and winding road to Bellevue. Yes, I have. <laughs> First off, where are you from originally? Originally from Cleveland, Ohio. I usually keep that a secret, uh, living in <laughs> Pittsburgh, but uh, I'm coming out of the closet that I am from Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> so, but you are here now in Bellevue. Yes. And as I understand it, Conan O'Brien played a part in getting your career started. Yeah. Could you tell us about he that? He really did. Well, I really, I did have many interests growing up and... Um, I mainly just stayed home and played video games and didn't have much of a, of a goal for my life. I think a lot of kids can relate to that. And I just bought a Mac one day and started writing music. And I was a huge uh, Conan O'Brien fan. And I was just writing music as a, as a hobby on my computer. Uh, and Conan had this segment about a manatee. And um, I thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to write a song about this manatee that Conan has a segment about thinking maybe best case scenario, they'll put it on their website or something. You know, I was a naive 18-year-old kid thinking anything's possible, so that probably played in my favor a little Mm -hmm. bit. And I wrote this song, submitted it, and Conan heard it, and he liked it so much, he wanted me to play it on his show a couple days later. I had never sung it in front of anybody before, and here I am on the phone with one of Conan's writers saying, we want you to perform it on a Friday night. I think they were expecting 13 million people to see <laughs> to see wow. that so needless to say i was a little bit nervous uh everyone was everyone was really excited for me but i was like what am i gonna do i'm singing in front of 13 million people i haven't even sung like in front of my family so uh it happened like it's not it's one of those things you want to say no to but you can't say no to mm-hmm. because like how can you say no to something like that so we did it and it was such an amazing experience I thought I want to do this as again. So I just started writing music and putting bands together and it led to me kind of just moving all across the country. Got a job at Texas as a jingle writer, got a job uh in Nashville writing for Sony and um yeah, uh, one thing led to another and I said, you know, what? I just um I want to I want to be near my family and I want to see if I can do uh, do this there. In fact, I was actually done with music altogether in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the Sony thing burned me out a little bit and I moved. Sorry if I'm jumping ahead, by the way. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's Conan got all of this. Conan got all of this into motion for mm-hmm. 
um, it, it's still it's still in motion. It's still just a rolling ball. It's I don't know where uh-huh. I don't really know where it's headed. I had know where I wanted to go, mm-hmm. but f- from Nashville to Pittsburgh, I just wanted to move to Pittsburgh, be a family man, be an uncle to my nephews, mm-hmm. and um, I had no intentions of doing music anymore. And but that's. Uh-huh. I'm, I am doing music, though. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Well, in between, yeah. I'm very impressed you were at the Apple Genius Bar. <laughs> yes, I worked at the Apple Store like amidst all of that. It was That was an interesting job because Apple is uh, very much, and I mean this in the best way possible, it's very much like a cult when you go there. <laughs> I can believe it. People, <laughs> the other employees that have been there for years longer were like, have you drank the Kool-Aid yet? And... Uh, we always carry these credo cards around in our pocket, mm-hmm. and it was it was Apple's credo about enriching lives, and we had that thing memorized, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was an amazing experience. It was really good with learning how to deal with people. Really, it was mm-hmm. like a I was there for five years. It was like a five year school on people skills because mm-hmm. when when a young mother comes in with her iPhone. And she has all the pictures of her babies on there, uh-huh. but she dropped it in the toilet and doesn't have it backed up. You got to have some good people skills to figure out how to deal with the situation. It's like bedside manner. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a great experience. Uh, it really prepared me for a lot of what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. and working with people and connecting with them in the studio. But yeah, Apple Apple was really cool. I'm thankful for it. You have a good quote that I heard on another podcast yeah. that I think is worth repeating. What is that? About relationships. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of quotes. <laughs> so um, life moves at the speed of relationships. And basically what that means is it's great. Yeah, it's great to be talented. It's great to have uh, resources and and opportunities. But really what it comes down to is um, your relationships, the people you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really what's going to get you to where you want to want to go in life. So you gotta you gotta serve people on the way. If you're not serving people on the way, you're not building relationships, mm-hmm. and you're you're just slowing down your own progress and hurting yourself. So that's mm-hmm. something I try to live by. Oh, that's yeah, great. <laughs> so how did you get to Bellevue? Yeah. So okay. So the, the let me expound on what I was saying earlier. I was writing for. Sony Music, and mm-hmm. it's really cool. I was really excited about that, and Sony was great. But I just got um, burned out on it because originally when I was writing for my bands and stuff like that, it was fun, it was passion, it was art. When I was writing for a corporation, it became just a job. Like I had to, I had to turn out songs, mm-hmm. and I had to try and manufacture a feeling in these songs, and I wasn't really even feeling them. And uh, it, it just felt um, unauthentic to me. And that's just my experience. I'm sure there's other writers for other corporations and even Sony that are loving it and are getting to express themselves. But for me, it just was not authentic and it wasn't wasn't worth it for me. So I said, you know what? I just want to work for Apple the rest of my life. I, um, I want to move to Pittsburgh where I can be... Uh, a family man where I can be an uncle to my to my nephews and that's all that I'm going to do. So, I did that. I moved um uh, I moved to Pittsburgh and that's what that's what opened the door. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was coming down the road, but mm-hmm. that's how I got to Pittsburgh from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Well, yeah. I so how did you get 
to the to SoundCloud <laughs> studio, which is at the center of Bellevue, yeah. by the way. <laughs> so we're in my studio right now, which is in the center of Bellevue. And uh, this was, uh, this was, I think, divine intervention is what I'll mm. call it, because I was working at uh, Apple, and <laughs> I'm the kind of guy where if I just don't want to do something, I'll just, I'll just not, I'll just stop doing it. Mm. Um, so I got tired of working at Apple and said, you know what, I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to quit, and we'll see what happens. So I just quit my job. You know, I gave my two weeks notice, and then I was sitting at home. And I was thinking, all right, so why did I just do that? I have no income now. Did I really think this through? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I'm sitting there for like two weeks thinking, I'm going to go on welfare. Why did I quit Apple? It's such a great job. So I said, well, here's what I'll do. I've always wanted to have my own recording studio. So I'm going to build a recording studio. Mm -hmm. I was going to do it. My buddy owned Cyclops Cafe, which was a coffee shop on Lincoln Avenue. And he had a big basement and I, we had plans to build a recording studio down there in that basement. So I started calling people I knew, getting investors together. I had money lined up to build the studio. And before we really uh, like broke any ground with that, I got a phone call from the manager of this building, the center of Bellevue, saying, hey, we're right across the street from you. We hear you're building a studio. That's great. Keep building it. But in the meantime, we have one that's just sitting empty. Um, so why don't you come over and start working out of that and build your clientele while you do yours. I thought, nah, that's a great deal for me. Mm-hmm. I'll come over. So I came and it was like, it was basically like a storage unit for them. It had been empty for a long time. They had used it maybe uh, off and on a few times over the years, but it was just empty. Apparently what happened is they had built the studio and the person that they originally built it for mm-hmm. had a stroke like as soon it was as uh, soon as it was done mm-hmm. so they didn't have anyone to kind of run the space for them and so for years it was empty i came in i cleaned it all up i brought in some of my equipment i i made it as nice as i possibly could i decorated i painted uh did all kinds of stuff um more of more as a way just to say thank you for letting me use the space mm-hmm. for the amount of time you're letting me use it and uh, that really made a good impression with them and they came to me and said, how are you liking the studio? And I said, I like it a lot. And they said, well, you can just use it for whatever you want to use it for. And handed me the keys. Wow. Uh, so it was a huge blessing. Like I did not mm-hmm. expect it, especially as someone um, who moved to Pittsburgh, not even wanting to be involved in music at all mm-hmm. anymore. Um, so that was a sign to me that, okay, I need to continue down this path um, because things are being put in my path that are um, um, that are unexplainable. You know, uh-huh. I, I couldn't do it on my own power. So wow. yeah, so I that's how I got here today, and it's been almost three years since then. Oh, and I have to admit, it is a totally cool space. <laughs> I mean, I, when I first walked in, I couldn't believe that this was in the center of Bellevue. Yeah, it's and- uh, you know, I just want people to feel. Uh, really like feel at ease when they're here. Mm-hmm. So I decorated it to make it look like a little bit of a living room at home, just a good vibe to it. Because ultimately, one thing I learned at Apple, what matters most is how people feel. Uh-huh. And uh, if you can make them feel good, they're going to want to come back. And that's, mm-hmm. I'm bringing that same mentality into the studio. I want everyone to feel good who's here. That's great philosophy. So. Thanks. What kind of recordings do you do here? I uh, am willing to do any kinds of recordings. Mm. I work with a lot of rappers. Um, So I started 
this ministry where I'm just kind of like meeting some kids on the street and who have some abilities, inviting them into the studio and saying, hey, you know, let's take two hours and just kind of just have some fun and record some raps that you've been doing with your friends. We'll just record them. We'll put a beat behind them. We'll send you an MP3 when we're done. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, fun. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of uh, full bands uh, mm. that come through here. A lot of singer-songwriters with just their acoustic guitar come through. Mm-hmm. But um, any style, I'm set up to pretty much record any style besides, like if you have a 1940s big band, I don't know if I can fit you in here. <laughs> but uh, besides that, uh, we can make it happen. Oh, great. And are they local folks or people from all over the city? So it's, um, it's, mostly, it's mostly local, uh, but as it's growing, uh, people are coming from further and further. I had one guy, I just finished his album, and he drove in from Columbus, Ohio every weekend to record here. Uh, just because, Yeah, just because he liked, he liked the vibe, he liked the atmosphere, he, he liked the whole process here so much, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, as that happens, I expect more and more people to kind of to drive in or or to fly in because I I see this place becoming um, a hub of creativity for all of Pittsburgh. That's my goal mm-hmm. for it. I want I want Bellevue and the North Boroughs to uh, be known for their artistry and for all the artists that live here. And I want this studio to play a big part in in that happening. Oh, I love it. And as the North Boroughs are changing, new people moving in, yep. I think that uh, having something like this to attract them. Yeah, that's, it's, it's the right time because I, there's a lot of potential. I think everything's, you know, on the up and up with the North Boroughs. Property's getting more expensive in a good way, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's there's a lot is happening here. And uh, so now is a good time for the studio. And now is a great time for your podcast also because so much is happening here. Great. Um, and you also do some work with the Bellevue Christian Church. Could you talk yeah. a little bit about so that? So I am the middle school pastor at mm-hmm. the Bellevue Christian Church. That's fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. We're called the Jaywalkers. I thought that was a fitting name <laughs> because uh, – uh, everyone on Bellevue jaywalks <laughs> to start with, yes. <laughs> and then we said also, also J could stand for Jesus, so we're the mm-hmm. we walk with Jesus also. Mm-hmm. So we're the jaywalkers. I've been doing that for three years also, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a lot of fun. It's every Wednesday night. Um, we took the summers off just to mm-hmm. give everyone a break, but we're going to start back the first Wednesday in September. It's going to be every Wednesday night from seven to eight, and we just get together and we learn about the Bible. We play games, we mm-hmm. eat junk food, we we dance around and have fun. It's uh, it's a blast. It's an hour long, and it flies by. Uh, so anyone with kids, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, Bellevue Christian Church on Lincoln Avenue. Uh, it's called the Jaywalkers. So come Great. check that out. And do you have to be a member of the church? Not at all. Yeah, we accept we accept anyone. Oh, that's that's a good thing to know. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now I hear that you have a musical project about the great yeah. Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah. So I have an interesting perspective on Pennsylvania because I've lived in lots of different places, and then I moved to Pennsylvania. And I moved to Pennsylvania with a with an empty gas tank creatively. Like I was not inspired anymore, but within weeks of living here, all of a sudden inspiration really started hitting me. And, uh, it's something that I hadn't experienced anywhere. And I was trying to figure out like, why do I feel inspired right now? And I figured out it's because of this atmosphere of Pennsylvania that we live in. It's such a beautiful place to live. And I think a lot of people who have lived here a long time just have, might've 
get used to that or forget、mm. about it. And I want to.、Um, I want to remind people of how amazing that this place、mm-hmm. is.、Uh, so I wrote an eight-song album all about Pennsylvania,、uh, with the design and hope that people would fall more in love with the place they call home when they listen to it.、Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's for Pennsylvanians this album, and、um, it's kind of like an Americana folk acoustic guitar banjo feel. But I put a lot of time into it. I did about a month a song, so it's nothing I rushed through.、Mm-hmm. I put、uh, a lot of attention to detail. All the way, like down to like, I, in one song, I have a train,、uh, a train sound, and I spent a whole day making sure that the train sound was a train that actually would be going through Pennsylvania, not、mm-hmm. just some random train sound. So、mm-hmm. it's like that kind of attention to detail happened in the album.、Uh, the album is called Riverbeds. Anyone could listen to it、um, on Spotify or、um, Apple Music or really anywhere. Uh, music is heard, or you can buy a CD on markjmusic.com. That's J A Y, like、mm. the bird, and it's called Riverbeds. Riverbeds is two words in this case because it's all about us as Pennsylvanians making our bed by the river,、um, yeah. especially us by the Rust Belt. Like we、mm-hmm. all we all sleep in beds by the river, and because、mm-hmm. it's just it's right there.、Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something that it was a passion project for me,、mm-hmm. and、um, it's already helping people feel. Uh, more in love with Pennsylvania. In fact, a few people have moved away and bought an album right before they moved away, and、oh, they're、wow. loving the album because it's reminding them of home.、Mm-hmm. And any time they get homesick, they put the album on, and they feel like like they're in Pennsylvania again. Oh, what a great gift! Yes, it, it is a great、states. gift. Father's Day is coming up, everyone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's good.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, we're going to play. Yeah,、uh, a snippet. We'll play a segment right here. Take me to where the river's merry. Take me to where train whistles wander. Where I can climb the mountains I carry. Take me to Pennsylvania. Well, I want to thank you so much, Mark J, for this.、Uh... Really fun interview. Yeah, it's always fun talking to you. Thanks for having me here. Oh, you're welcome. I believe today is the last day of school for Avonworth and Northgate. So, in our second segment, we will talk to Darren Safera, the operations executive director of the Northboro's Y, to find out what's going on for the summer. First off,、uh, hi Darren. Nice, nice to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm definitely excited to be here today.、Uh, tell so, tell us how did you become the operations executive director at the Y?、Uh, I started out with the Y almost ten years ago. I was at the downtown Y when I was on the Boulevard of the Allies, and started out as a personal trainer, and just really got involved with the Y a lot, and worked my way up to a director's position there. And through a few stepping stones, I was downtown for two years. I was at the、uh, Barrel Y for two years as healthy living director, and a few other positions there. And the position opened up here in Bellevue, and it was very interesting to me. I really liked the community a lot, and so I was the healthy living director.、Um, over the course of a few years, and as well too, there's a lot of transition, and I just slowly moved up. Because I knew I wanted to be able to give back more to the community,、mm-hmm. not just on the fitness side, but helping everyone out in all different aspects, and just really plugged away and 
worked my way up to the operations exec position. Oh, that's great. Well, now members of the Y often say that it is the best kept secret in the North Boroughs. Can you tell us why? Um, so I was telling you before, I grew up in Greensburg, and I w- grew up going to the Greensburg YMCA. I did swim lessons, karate, basketball, um, just was really involved. But they also had a very strong sense of community feel there. And like I said, whenever I came here, I just really fell in love with the community. And I felt that same sense of community feel. And one of the things I really stress to my staff is member engagement and member focus and just treating everybody like a person and not just another number, another client or anything like that. And I really push that across my staff and they do a phenomenal job just engaging everybody and making everyone feel welcome. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing. It's not just treating somebody like they're a pain person, but really getting to know them on a personal basis. Um, this was a few years ago, no, not to get sidetracked, but you know, I was looking to redo my driveway and I was calling around different places. And one of the places I called, you know, they're asking, oh, what's your name? What's your address? Where you live? All these other things. And I said my last name and the woman's like, you know, this person's probably too old to be your dad, but did you know a Jim Safara? And I was just astonished and I'm like that's my grandfather Mm -hmm. I'm like how did you know him she's like oh you know back in the early 2000s he whenever he's retired was just doing collections for banks Mm -hmm. and he stopped this one bank on a just once a week and he got to always joke around with everybody there and uh my grandfather passed away in January of 2005 Mm -hmm. but this woman remembered him after 15 years just because of that one interaction that he had with her on a weekly basis. And that's why I try and stress to my staff is, hey, we want to make sure that people feel safe. This is their second home and they feel welcome here. And it's not just a place for fitness, but if they need to vent, talk, whatever, it's it's a home for them. Oh, that's and, great. And as a member of the Y, I can see that in the staff. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so what's coming up at the Y this summer to keep Everybody happy and healthy. Well, as you said, no, today is the last day of Northgate and Avonworth School. And so starting on Monday, we are having our summer camp programs kick off. Uh, that's taking place at Avonworth Community Park. And then we also have another camp taking place out in uh, Shaler School District as well. Um, so that goes Monday through Friday. We have the before care and after care for parents at work as well. And then we bus them down to the park if needed or they can drop off directly there. So the park and that summer camp program is a great, great experience for the kids. They get to spend a lot of time outdoors. Uh, one of the other things as well, too, as you know, the farmer's market just kicked off this past week. One of the other areas that we are offering there is a free yoga class at 5.30 p.m. Oh, at, at, at Bain Park as well, and that's open for anybody who's just at the market. You don't need to be a YMCA member. Uh, we encourage families, kids, adults, anybody who wants to participate. We try and cater to anybody that's there. So we have the free yoga class going on for families. Um One of the other things then, on Saturday, July 20th, we have our 12th annual 5K race and one-mile walk as well, too. It takes place at the Y. So we're looking for runners, walkers, volunteers. So, again, we're we're trying to cater to people of all ages and make sure families can really come out and just walk the community or run the community and show support. Um, And one of the areas that we're really starting to get involved with, and it's not out just yet, is uh, we're trying to put together a food program for families as well, too. So we're trying, we're partnering with North Hills Community Outreach and trying to offer a healthy cooking 
um, program for people just to help them to teach to eat a little bit healthier because trying to eat healthy mm-hmm. is so expensive. Oh, is. So we're trying to teach people, hey, you know what? It's not going to break the bank and we're going to be able to teach you and do different programs like that as well too. That's great. Wow. So what's in the future for the North Bros? Why? <laughs> So, again, my big focus is just on programming like that and just really try and serve the community as best we possibly can. Um, you know, our membership, as you are saying, you're, you're a member at the Y. So I've been here right around six years, and uh, our membership has literally doubled in size over the really? past six That's years. Great. Yes, I mean, we're growing so much. So for me, it's just trying to offer new programming mm-hmm. that, you know, we weren't offering before, uh, programs that the community needs. Like I said, no, we are partnering with North Hills Community Outreach. So working with other community organizations to work together to try and expand programming and services to everybody in our area who needs it and that they really want to see as well, too. Um, you know, I would love to see the Y expand. That's something we are exploring and hopefully one day we are able to expand that as well and make it into a full facility. Cause that's an area that just, I think would be so vital and such a big thing for this air, this community to have kids, adults, teens, seniors, everyone come together in one building together and being able to offer all these services to everybody and even just a place for people to go and hang out not even necessarily if they don't want to exercise or do anything hey it's that safe haven that that second home for them just go to hang out with as well um one of the things that does make it so vital for the program's expansion and uh that we really focus on as well and most people don't know is the why is a non-profit organization and one of the things that really drive our mission is our annual campaign mm-hmm. uh, our annual campaign every year we fundraise money to help scholarship families in our community in need whether it's for membership before and after school programs mm-hmm. summer camps swim lessons our senior programs so we we don't turn anybody away and that's the one thing i don't think most people realize and this is a very big Part of our mission and big passion of mine is trying to drive home this its annual campaign because people don't know about it. Um, this year, we're budgeted to offer around one hundred twenty thousand dollars in scholarships just at this branch, and our wow. goal is to raise forty four thousand. That's great. So, so there's a huge, huge difference between what we're raising and what we're giving out. Mm-hmm. You know, currently we're sending right around twenty seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So it's we're over halfway to our goal, which is great, but just having that community support to help those people out in need to help us keep driving our programs, our mission, and hopefully be able to expand the why is greatly needed. And, you know, just trying to get that word out there about everything we do, because I feel like a lot of people just think that we're a gym for people to come and exercise, but there's so much more we have have to offer and we need Mm -hmm. everyone's help as best we can to keep driving those programs. That's great to hear about what the giving program is all about because Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And and all that money that we do raise, it, goes all directly towards scholarshiping families. None of it goes towards operational expenses, trying to keep the lights on, pay salaries or anything like that. And all the money that we do raise stays at this branch as well, too. So it doesn't go to any other branch. Oh. So anything we raise stays right here in the North Boroughs community as well. Oh, that's great to know. Yeah. So what's the best way for people to keep in touch with the why? 
So, I mean, there's multiple ways. I mean, you can go on to our Facebook page. You know, we're doing a lot better social media-wise, posting to there almost on a rate on a daily basis about different events, programs that we have going on. We do have a YMCA app as well, too. Um, we're doing a lot better job of keeping up to date with our hours of operation, different events, our, if we're closed, you know, anything going on. All of our group exercise schedules are going on as well on that app. Um, the other ways we do offer a monthly newsletter that talks about everything we have going on within the Y, mm-hmm. or just stop in and talk to us. I mean, that's the that's my favorite way. I'd much rather have a conversation <laughs> with a person instead of going over the email or phone. Mm-hmm. Just stopping in and talking to somebody at the front desk, the instructors, the floor staff, whoever it may be, mm-hmm. and that's always the best way. I feel like to get you know hear what's going on in the community. Oh, that's great. Well, that's how I met you. I just know over the front desk. So great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Anytime. I appreciate you asking me to be on here. You're welcome. So that's it for this week's show. The North Burroughs Beat is on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We also have a Facebook page, the North Burroughs Beat Podcast. Please like and follow us there. If you have any suggestions for future segments or want to talk to us about anything, please email northburrowsbeat at gmail.com and the spelling of burrows is a short form b-o-r-o-s special thanks to mark j for the use of his wonderful studio sound castle and for his expert sound engineering thanks for listening talk to you next time bye take me to pennsylvania